Good morning, everyone. God bless all of you for joining us this morning. We want to welcome you to Inspired Church. We want to thank God for this week. We want to thank God that God has been so good to all of us. It is a testimony just to see us back here live online again. This morning, I'm not going to take long, but I want to welcome you to go with me back to the book of Luke, chapter 15 and verse 22. Tonight, actually, I'm going to end our January teaching, but uh, this teaching is going to lead us into February teaching. So I want you to follow me and I pray that this teaching is going to be a blessing to you, that God is going to touch you in a different way in Jesus' mighty name. So you're welcome and uh, go with me in the book of Luke. If you have your Bible, just let's go there and we are going to read. It's a very short verse because we have been reading it all of this month. The Bible says this, Luke chapter 15 and verse 22. But his father said to the servant, quick, bring the fine rope in, uh, in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandal for his feet. Hallelujah, somebody. This morning, I'm going to focus on the last verse where the Bible says, put sandals or shoes on his feet. I know last week I told about the ring and I thank God that um, after the teaching, there were so many testimonies and God really touched a lot of people. I pray this morning as I'm going to share that God will touch you. First of all, I want us to, to, to see, you know, why was it very important for the father to ask the servants to put the, the shoes on his feet. You see, one thing that I've learned about the Bible, there are some things that doesn't actually make sense. And this is one of the places in, in my Bible, I don't know about you, but in my Bible that actually when I read about it, it really didn't make sense. But God really took me through last night and he showed me actually why it was very important for the son to have shoes and why is it very important for us to read this verse. Hallelujah, somebody. This morning, I just want to share something that um, the Lord revealed to me when I was reading this verse. I don't know how many of you have ever buy a car in a you know, new car, not, not the used one, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the new car when you have to go to a dealership. I remember when my first car, I had to go to dealership and um, I wasn't very familiar with cars. I wasn't very familiar with the model and the, all those things. <laughs> you know, uh, I used to know the white and red and brown, but I didn't even know that brown is not brown. Actually, it is tan. And one thing that I learned about the dealership, I remember when, when I finished signing the paperwork, I remember the, the guy telling me that uh, if you get any problem with your car, bring it back here. You see, at that time, it didn't make no sense to me. But when I was reading actually this verse, the Lord revealed to me that God is our dealership. You see, the son had to go back home to his father so that the father can repair him. Hallelujah, somebody. So many of us, we have some things that is broken in us. But we keep on going to the wrong people. I remember my first car was Toyota. And every single time when I had a problem, I used to go to Toyota dealership. <laughs> I wasn't going to go somewhere else. You see, the problem is so many of us, we are so broken. We are so disappointed. There is something that is wrong with us, but we keep on going to the wrong places. This morning, God is calling us back. We need to go to the right place so that we can be fixed. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why it was very important for the son 
not to go to his friends because he had so many options to go to his friends. He had so many options maybe to go to his uncle. He had so many options to go to his auntie, but he decided not to go there, but he decided to go back home. Why? Because he realized that it's only my father who can fix me. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. I want to talk to us this morning about restoration. So many of us, we are broken. So many of us, we are so disappointed. So many of us, we are lost in so many ways that people don't even see outside, but inside us, there is something that is lost. Inside us, there is something that is missing. And God is asking us this morning, if only we can drive back to our dealership. And our dealership is God this morning. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says that he created us in his own image. Hallelujah, somebody. He is the only one that he can fix our problem. That's why people keep on going to the witch doctors, but they come back, back to church. Why? Because the witch doctor is not our dealership. Hallelujah, somebody. We try everything, but it doesn't work. It will work for a short time. But before we realize, everything falls apart again. Why? Because the people that are trying to fix us, they are not the original dealership. Hallelujah, somebody. So I really want us to go and see. Yeah, You see, God is working us from transformation. God is working us out of transformation. He has already transformed us. He has already put the rope on us. He has already put the ring on us. Hallelujah, somebody. Now God is working on restoring us by putting the sandal, by putting the, the shoes. And the meaning of the shoes, it represents the power of possession. Hallelujah, somebody. God is taking us to the process of restoration. You know, one thing that I noticed this morning, God was revealing to me a types of restoration. You see, when we talk about restoration, we see only one side, but God was actually taking me deeper. And I will share as time goes in this month of February that is coming about restoration that all of us will need as Christian. Hallelujah, somebody. And that's why it was very important for the father to put the shoes on his feet. Why? Because he was trying to, to tell him, you know what, I have to, you're not coming back as a servant or a slave. Because in ancient days, according to my research, slaves and servants he used to put shoes on they used to walk barefoot and this <laughs> the son came back home he was barefoot why because he was a servant somewhere but the father said no you cannot be a servant in your own home hallelujah somebody so many of us we are servants in our father's house. And this morning, God is like, no, I need to restore you. I need to give you power. I need you to give you power so that you can possess your blessing. Hallelujah, somebody. So many people are going back to church. They are praying. They are doing everything that they're supposed to do. But we are not seeing the restoration. We are not seeing the manifestation of the power of God. Why? Because we do not have the shoes on our feet. Hallelujah, somebody. Another meaning of shoes, they represent or it is a sign of a new journey. So many people, we are still working in the old places. We are still trying all the uh, ways, but God is telling us this morning, we need to go back because he wants to start a new journey with us. That's why it was very important for the father to put on the shoes to his son. Hallelujah, somebody. Why? Because he was trying to tell him, son, now receive the power to possess your, uh, your possession. And here you need to start a new journey. Hallelujah, somebody. God is calling all of us this morning in 2021. We need 
need to start a new beginning. We need to start a new journey. We need to possess what the enemy has taken away from us. And one thing that I want to remind all of us this morning, that when you go to possess things, it is not easy. And I will show you in a little bit here how the children of Israel actually struggled. The Bible says it took them so long. <laughs> it took them so long. It was a short journey, but it took them so long. Why? Because um, when you are going to possess something, you don't just wake up and say, I am going to take my stuff. No, you have to be mentally, physically, spiritually, financially ready. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why it was very important for the father to prepare his son. That son, you're not just coming here and sit down and say, I receive. No, you are going to possess. Possess means you have to have faith. Possess means that, that you need to work on your spiritual muscle. Hallelujah, somebody. This morning, God is calling all of us. We need to prepare ourselves. We need to work on our spiritual muscles so that we can receive what God has for us in Jesus' mighty name. I want you to go with me in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 15. The Bible says this, and your feet fitted with the readiness that come from the gospel. Hallelujah, somebody. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 15. We see God is telling us that our feet has to be fitted with the readiness. What does that mean to us? Why is it very important for us to prepare ourselves? Why was it very important for God to take us to Ephesians 15 and tell us, you know what, be ready. It is because every single time when we put shoes, I don't know about you, but every single time we don't put shoes when we are going to bed, but we always put shoes when we are ready to leave. And this morning, in this year 2021, God is getting us ready to start a new journey. It doesn't matter what happened to you last year. Yes, I understand that all of us, we were frustrated. I understand myself. I was afraid. I understand there is so many things that worked against us. It even worked against our faith. But this year, 2021, God is calling us, is telling us, my children, my sons and my daughters, my servants, arise and be ready. Hallelujah, somebody. Arise and prepare yourself. Be ready so that we can go and repost what belong to us. So many people want to repossess things. So many people want God to bless them, but they are not ready to take that step of faith. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to go to the book of Joshua, chapter 10 and verse 24. Joshua, chapter 10 and verse 24. You know, one thing that I love about this Joshua 10, 24, it shows us the power of restoration. Hallelujah, somebody. Ah, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says this uh, in the book of Joshua chapter 10 and verse 24. When they had brought these kings to Joshua, he summoned all the men of Israel and said to the army commanders who had come with him, come here, put your feet on the neck of these kings. So they they came forward and placed their feet on their necks. Hallelujah, somebody. I don't know if you know the story in the book of Joshua chapter 10 and verse 24. I'm going to just walk you through. This is the time where Joshua had sent his men or his army to go and fight the enemy before they went to repossess their land. And the Bible says this, when his army went out, the Bible says this, they, they were able to capture the king and they brought the king back to King Joshua. And Joshua said this, the, the Bible says, Joshua Joshua summoned them and he said, he commanded his armies to step on the king's neck. Hallelujah, somebody. My God, I hope uh, you, don't, you don't miss this. The Bible says this again. Joshua told his army, 
after they have captured the king, the Bible says this Joshua told his army, bring the king here, put him down. And he commanded his army to put their feet on his neck. Hallelujah, somebody. Why was it very important that King Joshua commanded his armies, tell his, his armies to put their feet on the king's uh, on the king's neck? It was the towing, or it was representing, or it was a sign of possession. Hallelujah, somebody. Because we don't possess with our hands. Oh my God, let me say this again. We don't possess things with our hands. We possess things with our feet. That's why it was very important for the father to tell the servants, put the shoes on on my son because my son is about to start a journey of possession. Hallelujah, somebody. So many people, many of us, we think that we possess things with our hand. No, when you step on the ground, it means that you possess that place. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why King, uh, that's why Joshua commanded his army to step on the king's neck, meaning that we are going, we, are, we have already destroyed you and we are repossessing our land. Hallelujah, somebody. I don't know who I have come to speak to, but I know there is somebody under the sound of my voice um, that the evil kings have been trying to repossess things in, the life, in your life. I know that I'm speaking to some people that is some, the evil kings have already even come and sit in your room. This morning, you need to arise. You need to be ready according to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and 15 and tell yourself, I am ready to repossess. I am ready to step on the, on the neck of the enemy and repossess what belongs to me. Hallelujah somebody this morning. God is looking for somebody who can go outside them and say, I am not going to back down. I am not going to give up, but I am going to repossess what God has given to me. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Our last verse this morning, Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 3. Deuteronomy 30 and verse 33. Uh, verse 3. Hallelujah, somebody. I want to remind us again about the story of the dealership. Oh, my God, <laughs> because this is where all this message is going to make sense. Hallelujah. So you remember the story about the dealership that when you buy a new car, uh, you have to go back to that dealer to fix whatever is, is wrong with your car. So let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30 and verse 3. The Bible says this, God, your God will restore everything you lost. He will have compassion on you. He will come and pick up the pieces from all the places where you, you scattered. Hallelujah, somebody. And the Bible continues to say this. God is, you see, the Bible says this, that God will restore everything. And the Bible does not stop there. The Bible says this, everything that we have lost. Oh my God, I love this. Everything that we have lost. You see, when God does something, God does not do things half. God does everything all the way. Hallelujah, somebody. And that's why the Bible says this in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 3, that God will restore everything that we have lost. I don't know how many people under the sound of my voice are. 
Today, you know that you have lost everything. I don't know how many people say, I lost my job, I lost my home, I have lost my family, I have lost even some people, and you are about to lose your mind, and you don't know what to do. But I hear the Lord saying this morning, through Deuteronomy 30 and verse 3, that he is going to restore every single thing. Hallelujah, somebody. When the son left his father's house, he lost everything. He lost his clothes. He lost his ring. He lost his shoes. Hallelujah, somebody. But when he came back home, my God, the Bible says this, that the father dressed him again. I have come to prophesy to somebody this morning that God is about to restore you. And not only to restore you, but it's about to clothe you. It's about to protect you. It's about to bring every pieces back together uh, for the honor and glory of his name. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. So I just wanted to take a minute and just look at your life and just look at everything that has been happening. And I wanted to ask yourself, how many things have I lost? Hallelujah. How many things have I lost? And one thing that I want to mention before we go into prayer about restoration, God can never restore you if you don't walk back to him. Let me say this again. Let me give us the example of our car. All remember when I say that when our car breaks, we go back to our dealer. We don't go to the wrong dealership, but we have to go to the right dealership so that they can fix it. You see, when my car breaks, I don't wait for the mechanic to come back to my house and say, oh, Emily, I think your car is wrong. I think your car is not working. I think you need an oil change. I need your tire need to be changed. No, I have to walk all the way to the dealership and I have to explain to the dealership what is wrong with my car. Hallelujah, somebody. Although they're experts, I have to communicate the problem. My God, hallelujah, somebody. Restoration happens when we communicate to God what is wrong with us. When the son came back home, the Bible says this, <laughs> he communicated to his father. But one thing that I wanted to understand about Luke chapter 15 and verse 22, the father did not communicate back to him, but what the father did, he started walking on him. My God, hallelujah, somebody this morning. Every single time when you pray about restoration, sometimes you might not hear the voice of God. Sometimes you might not hear the prophecy coming on your way. Mm. Sometimes you might not see the vision of what is going to happen next. Mm. Sometimes you might not even have an idea of what God is about to do. But God is God of action. That's why the Bible says this in the beginning. He created heaven and earth. And when you see, God did not have any communication with, uh, with, with the angels five days. All he was doing, he was fixing. All he was doing, he was creating. It was only when he was ready to create it, Adam, my goodness. And the Bible says this. Now he had a meeting with the angels. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. When restoration is happening in us, or when we are expecting restoration, you have to be patient with God. Because sometimes it might take God one week before he restore you. Sometimes he might take him some months before he restore you. Hallelujah, somebody. Sometimes he might take some years before he restore you. You see, the problem that we have nowadays, we as Christians, we want God to restore us like right now. 
Hallelujah, somebody this morning. But it does not work that way. Sometimes God will wait for us to really actually fall apart for people to laugh at us, for people to mock us, for us even to walk naked before he come for us. Hallelujah, somebody. So I don't know where you are tonight. Maybe you're in this place where you feel so vulnerable. Maybe you're in this place where you feel so disappointed and you feel like God is not answering your prayer. My goodness, I have come to let you know this morning that God is working on your restoration. And when the restoration is taking place, there is no sound. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody this morning. When restoration is taking place, there is no sound. You will not see no prophet coming on your way. <laughs> you will not see nobody coming on your way. It is only you and God. So I want to encourage all of us that don't be disappointed because you prayed last year and God did not answer you. No, God is working on you. God is putting all the pieces together. Hallelujah, somebody. I don't know how many people under the sound of my voice you have ever actually paid attention when your mechanic is changing your oil in a car. <laughs> you see, I'm curious because before I wanted to be a mechanic. I wanted to be this because my dad used to take me to the farm. So I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a mechanic. I want to fix things. And every single time when I go to the mechanic, I really want to see how they do it. Now I know how they do it. But the first time it was so interesting because it takes time. The oil doesn't just pour like water, but it comes so slowly. And it takes so it takes long time before the entire oil comes out. Hallelujah, somebody. What am I trying to say? When God is washing us, when God is taking us out of sin, when God is taking us out of pain and hurt and abuse, God will always allow the time. That's why people always say time heals. Now you understand that it takes time before everything comes or before everything makes sense. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why you have to be patient. That's why you have to be patient. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray with you this morning because I know that God is working on somebody. I know God is working on somebody's family. I know God is working on somebody's business. Yes, it is taking long, but trust me, God is right there. He's working on it. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.